Hi, this is Phil Bronstein, the editor, and you're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. <laughs> well, somebody once said, why do you guys always say, you know, laugh at that or feel good about that every time it's a cliche? And I'll tell you, it makes me feel good. It's like morning in America when I hear that. It is Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast number 24. I don't know. We're big. Uh, we have a lot of news today. We're going to announce our winner, which we've done on the blog already. We have uh, actual information. We have uh, tips. We have uh, <laughs> Benny Manning the knobs. We might actually have some singing. I'm going to try to coax Joe into some singing. And uh, we also, let's, let's start off the podcast with an apology. An apology. Yes. A, a correction. A correction. A correction. Yes. I guess there'll be room for apologies later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lots of apologies. Apologies in, apologize in <laughs> advance for the podcast. But um, I uh, was incorrect last weekend when I, when you were sucking up to each of the yes. entrants in, mm-hmm. the, in the Question Girl contest. That's what we're announcing the winner of today. Right. And I compared you to, uh, I called you um, uh, Boutros Boutros Bagali. Yes. Which is incorrect. Yeah. And I said that Boutros Boutros Ghali was the head of the Olympic Committee. Because every year he'd say, after each Olympiad, he'd say, <laughs> these are the greatest <laughs> Olympiads ever. And, and indeed, that was Juan Antonio Samrock. So I issue, that is my correction. And do we say, we, we don't say we regret the error. We, uh, we don't regret the error. We, no, because we regret nothing. There are no regrets. On no show. regrets. We, we, we uh, regret only, our ignorance. <laughs> only mistakes. Yeah. And they're bound to happen. So uh, Juan Antonio, is it Samarank? Samarank. Samarank. Uh, do, you, do you do him at all? I, just, that was, I did him last week. These are the greatest <laughs> Olympic Games ever. This is the greatest question girl entrance ever. And, and Dulcet tones. <laughs> you sound so good. I'd love to have you on. And, that, and how does uh, Juan Antonio Samarank uh, differ from actually Boutros, Boutros Gali, which, by the way, for the, for the record, Boutros, Boutros Gali, ten times funnier, right? I mean, just oh, absolutely, funnier. yes. It's a, it's a, the it's name a is a lot funnier, yeah. But do you do both of them, or do they all the same it voice? It would probably be the same voice, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Phil Hartman, man of a hundred voices, but there's really only three different ones. <laughs> oh, The late, wow. great Phil Late, great Phil, Phil Hartman. A thousand and one voices, I think is what he said he had. All right, well, let's get right to it. We have a winner in our Question Girl... Oh, yeah. Yes. Give it up. Give it up for Amanda Pants. That is Mandy from Oregon. And uh, she was the winner of our six finalists posted on the Bastard Machine blog. Uh, I think we had uh, what, a little, little over 400, close to 500 people voted. Yes, 400, 449 when I just checked moments ago. Look and, at that. Yeah, it was uh, it's just excellent. And uh, so she was the she was the winner and uh and you have you alerted her to this yet or is this her notification her official notification right now? I did I did alert her her not but well I think I did send her an email about 2 or 3 hours ago. And I said, "Hey, are you available at 2 o'clock today?" <laughs> Good. An hour and a half before right. we go on. Yeah. Well, just just you know, just to get her in the mood of how we operate here. I mean, I don't want her to have any illusions that we know what we're doing or that we're prepared or anything like that. So Send her a message, and I basically said it's now or never. So she <laughs> she actually won, but she will not be appearing. Um, no, I'm kidding. Because usually the way we prepare for this is that we meet in the men's room a few minutes <laughs> right. before the podcast yes. and say, what what time will it start, and do you have any questions? <laughs> and then we cross swords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know what? So I did. She did win it. I did send it out to her, and I did a blog post on the Bastard Machine about it. And so my guess is that she was going to call in from Ashland, Oregon. Um, but as I said on the, on, on the blog post, who knows when because that's how we roll. We don't, we're not very prepared. I will say, though, that I pointed out that of our six finalists, three of the six are local. So they can make in-studio appearances. And I kind of mocked the decor here. I, I basically said, look, you went through all this effort, and you won f- for what? Yeah. It'll, it'll be so underwhelming when she arrives. It's going to be—all of them, because they, they can all come in. We'll get as many as we can here, but for what? There's one lonely sign that says San Francisco Chronicle Podcasts. There's not even a clock there's in the, here. There's uh, the Pinoy Pod. Yes, there's we that. Picture of, actually, we have a picture of Benny is the only thing we have— in the room. Yeah, the picture of Benny. Like, we need a reminder. He's actually uh, manning the knobs in that picture. Nice. Let's get to letters. This is a big day. We've got letters. We've got calls. I have a couple of statements, but let's, let's go. What do we got? First one is called Suck Up Email. Oh, wait. Should, I, should we say, so the, for the record, that this yeah. is your farewell? It's my farewell <laughs> podcast, yes. That's not true. You know what? It's all been a one long, prolonged joke at your expense, something that you're used to, and now Benny is used to. But we're not, we're not going to fire you. That was just a joke. Well, it wouldn't be a pay cut. It wouldn't be a pay cut. Not at all. Hi, Tim. That was a really outstanding review about Friday Night Lights. It was first-rate first writing, just like the show. I guess the reason for me that your opinions and analyses are so accurate for me oh. is that you clearly enjoy watching TV and so do not employ the critic's traditional deprecating tone. Hmm. It's the same reason that I follow Ebert for movies. He's one of the few guys who clearly enjoys going to the movies. So thanks. Right, I'm going to just mop up here. Yeah, you are. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I, like this, I know. I'm going to quit before this letter. <laughs> before you finish the letter that's sucking up. I'm going to finish, my, finish up my DVD set from last year with the last episode. Last night I watched the episode with the rape scene of Tara and is very emotional for me. Then with her crying in Tammy Taylor's arms. Incredible. Movie star stuff. Thanks again for the great piece. Suck up mode off. See you later. Eric. Thanks, Eric. A good, a good letter from Eric. And, it, and you look at the look on your face. It's just like you ate like a... I haven't been this nauseated since Amanda Pants' aunt called in to, uh, to suck in for <laughs> Maybe she'll call in. Maybe Eric will send his aunt call in. <laughs> say how much he, he likes you, too. Oh, yeah, look at you. We can't fire you because you spare. You know what? You throw every punch. You're a haymaker. You're a haymaker machine. I'm like a, like those bantamweight fighters. A lot of like four or five hundred punches in a fight. Yeah, except for the svelte part. But hey, uh, <laughs> thank you. All right, another one for Friday Night Lights. This is from JT. Hey Did JT, where say where he's from? No. Ah, damn it, JT. Hey Tim, a friend forwarded this article to me, and I haven't seen the show. But don't you think it suffers from being about high school football on a Friday night when high schools play football? Nah. You know what? I'll tell you two things about that. Uh, it wasn't on Friday night last year, and it was drubbed, just killed. Uh, so shifting it to Friday nights uh, is not a bad idea. Plus, Friday nights, expectations are lower, so it doesn't have to do as well. For the record, it did decently well. It finished second in its time slot. Um, but more importantly, it had it, it, it like 6.48 million uh, viewers, which is, was good for a Friday night. Most importantly, though, it was beaten by like 2 million more votes for this god-awful ugh, Moonlight, one of my most hated shows But from CBS. But the point is, they tied at number one for the coveted demo, 18 to 49. So with 2 million less viewers, they tied for number one. And what that means is, 
you will see more episodes of Friday Night Lights. And also, uh, to close out on his question about shifting it to Friday nights, this is sad but true, and it reflects uh, uh, something about our country. Uh, A little research from NBC revealed that people last year were confused that it was called Friday Night Lights and was not on Friday nights. Oh, that's, that's, that's really sad. Yes. How much does scheduling play a role in things. So 20% of people have a DVR, TiVo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that play less and less a role in how network shows are scheduled? Uh, no, scheduling is still very, very important. Lead in and lead out are definitely important. In fact, uh, not to get all arcane and uh, informative on you, but yes. uh, a couple of things here. Um, sometimes a show survives on how well it retains its lead out audience. So if you're a 75% or above even though you're, you know, you're dropping down from a, maybe a bigger show that just aired in front of you, uh, if you retain 75-plus of that audience, hell, that's, you, you got a chance to survive. Even if you were like in the low 70s, but you retain, I know this is odd, weird, weird to figure out, but if you retain 100% or 90-plus percent of the 18 to 49 demo, then your chances of survival are really great. So, yeah, all, the, all that still, still plays a part. And uh, just to show you that we came prepared today with information, Nielsen, you know, they, they rate uh, uh, time-shifted programs and, and uh, DVRs and stuff. And what it's called now is it's called live plus same day. And that means that uh, they rate everything that, we, that you're watching in a Nielsen home live. And then if you watch whatever you taped on your recorded box from, I think it's 8 a.m. to 3 a.m., somewhere in that time, that counts as watching it that night. So lot, uh, live plus same day is a new category. All right, this is uh, something with a lot of impressive knowledge. Yeah, so hopefully I can answer I'm this very next impressed. one. Tim, I'd have a much easier... This is a question girl question. Oh, okay. So, all right. Tim, I'd have a much easier decision voting for the question girl if you could somehow break it down into kittens versus cougars. Oh. Mm. In general, I think you should draw this thing out for a couple of months, like any good reality show. Maybe <laughs> have each one of them on with you as you record the podcast from a jacuzzi. Consequences for Mrs. Cranky Pants be damned. Love the column, blog, and podcast now that it's back. Ian, listening to the podcast in L.A. Ian, nice. He has a P.S. for you also. How do I get in the same fantasy baseball league as you and Olbermann? I think I could kill you all. I drafted Linskim in my keeper league last year. Okay, or maybe not. Ah, he's in a keeper league. Those those guys are hardcore. Uh, Well, Olbermann didn't win in the fantasy league, but uh, he did finish third. He's a strong player. He, He actually outsmarted himself more often than not. Uh, yeah, do you think we need a jacuzzi here in the uh, in the podcast booth? Does that mean that we all have to be in it? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Benny, would you be electrocuted if you were in the hot tub right now? Yeah. Well, the problem is Mick LaSalle's um, echo chamber takes up so much room. And we have to kick <laughs> that out first. Well, that's true. We, we wouldn't want to see Mick in the hot tub, though. Uh, no, no, no. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't want to see either one of you guys in the hot tub. I don't tub. want to see anyone in this building in the right. Park. Exactly. Well, no, well maybe four or five take that back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there could be a starting five. Yeah, who could be put in the yeah, hot and a couple tub. off the bench. <laughs> yeah, strong. Kind of like the Warriors. <laughs> we are uh, way off topic here. We got another letter, though. We do. This is uh, something about the TV talk machine with anger. But without Ooh. swearing. Whoa. And it, uh, Will G. and Scranton Wilkes-Barre, home ah. of the office. Yes. Um, Scranton and, Wilkes-Barre. Isn't that Wilkes-Barre? It's Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre. Other end of Pennsylvania for me. Wow. We'll just say Scranton. Scranton. And he brings it. Your Ill- Tim, Tim, your illiteracy about the <laughs> show you have previously declared, quote, the greatest sh- television comedy of all time 
is astounding. During the Question Girl tryouts, there was a teenager under the age of 18, Anna V., who made a rock-solid reference to David Cross's performance of Somewhere Over the Rainbow from Arrested Development Season 1, the Missing Kitty episode. Wow. That you not only missed this, but that you somehow came to the erroneous conclusion that she was heaping praise in your own so-called show reveals you to be the ignorant, (laughs) self-serving narcissist that we always suspected you were. You're not worthy of your current question boy, let alone a superior question girl replacement. With anger, without swearing, Will G. Wow. Woo. That may be the hardest heat you have that faced, is, my friend. That was hard and high heat. Wow. What do you say? Maybe you should issue a correction. Uh, wow. Well, I, I, I did send him an email back, and I will answer him on the podcast because he's a podcast listener. Although he may be boycotting us now. I said to him two things. One, uh, the assumption that uh, I have the brain power to remember anything that happened in the first season of any series, even if my beloved Arrested Development or even The Wire uh, goes well beyond well beyond my mental makeup. It just I can't remember anything. In fact, I don't remember who I'm looking at right now. What is your name again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I t- told him that, and I said that I gave away one of the deep dark secrets of um, TV Talk Machine podcast, and I'll I'll share it with the audience. Uh, not only are we not prepared when we get here, oftentimes we are not even listening. Sometimes to each other. Uh, I barely heard. If I hadn't read that question, I, I wouldn't know what you were talking about. And we make yeah. we make faces to each other sometimes when Benny's playing uh, some of the calls. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So he, the level of preparation he's asking for us well, is you know, some, unprecedented. Some uh, people when they're when they're doing an audio program have reference books nearby and and things to look up or maybe like a laptop. Yeah, but things mm-hmm. like that. No. What do we got? A picture of Benny? Yeah, that's I sometimes looks to it for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Just Benny in in the photo, he's wearing nothing but his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. here's a question about Dexter. Okay, from who? This is from Joan and Parts Unknown. <laughs> I have Direct TV, and they wisely reran the first season of Brotherhood and Dexter for free, minus the swear words, mm-hmm. on Channel 101. Ooh. I had read Dexter, so decided to watch it, figuring that I could wait a year for the second season. Well, I'm sure you know the end of the story. I'll be signing up for Showtime today. Last weekend was free. So now I'm trying to catch up on their other shows. Help! I've checked, I've checked out SHO.com, show.com, and yes. I have some idea. But the first episode of Brother totally confuses me. Brotherhood. Brotherhood, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Totally confused me. I'm sure I'll be able to catch up, though. So keep talking about them. With The Sopranos gone, we need some premium channel discussions. When does The Wire come back, by the way? And that is from Joan. Okay, Joan, a couple of questions to answer there. Uh, one, yes, keep checking the show because there is a, um, I think they blocked it out during the promo for the free Showtime weekend, but there is a Brotherhood 101 starter kit there. You can go on there and check it out. Also, I've written about it. You can check the archives. I kind of went over that a little bit. Um, and what was her other question? Oh, when does Wire start? Well, January 08 coming up. In fact, I just got off the phone. The reason this pod- podcast is starting Later than normal. No one knows that. But the reason it's starting later than normal, and Joe was annoyed at me, like, where are you? Uh, it was because I was hot, on the, hot off the presses. I was on the phone with HBO. A lot of good stuff coming up and on what HBO. And uh, what do you have? What do they have to say? Well, um, we have another question coming up that I, that I was on the phone to answer from them. You're you, doing research. I did. For, this, for the audience. You know what? As the number one rated podcast in San Francisco Chronicle history, I think we, have a, we owe it to our people to There's deliver. a responsibility that yeah, comes with that. No question. All right, this is a question uh, about the CW Network. 
Mm. Mr. Goodman. This is from Tom and San Leandro. All right, Tom. Mr. Goodman, you had (laughs) several articles on the CW Network shows, and I watched many of them. But you've never mentioned something very important, and that is, what the heck does CW stand for? I know there are probably more important things in the world to worry about, but this is driving me crazy. Tom Hmm. and San Leandro. He's wrong that there are more important things. There's not. Television <laughs> television is all encompassing. It's all you gotta it's all you gotta think about. There is no war. Uh okay, so that's an easy one for me. Right in the wheelhouse. Did you see that thing floating in the cove? Oh, it's the already balls there. in the cove. Already yeah, it's already turned on it. The C is from the CBS, the W is from Warner Brothers. Uh I think it's one of the dumbest, dumbest names you could have ever made a network. I like the color though. I like the green color code. But um, it's from CBS is one of the owners, and uh, Warner Brothers does a lot of the content. And uh, this channel grew from the ashes of UPN, which at the time was owned by Viacom, which also owned CBS, and uh, WB, which was owned by Warner Brothers Studios. So there you go. All you need to know on that. CW. This one is from Jennifer. She says, hello, Tim. Enjoyed hello, the- Jennifer. Enjoyed the blogs from the Death March, and usually enjoy your snarky columns in the Chronicle. Mm. They sometimes have the same effect on me as The Daily Show. Make me laugh and make me think. Wow, that's high praise indeed. A good combination. I love The Daily Show. Never not couldn't in a million years be as funny as The Daily Show, but go ahead. My question is, did you get a chance to review Star Jones's new show on Court TV? Don't remember seeing a review <laughs> of it during the death march. Oh, I watched it all week because I wanted to see if she changed and how much. The show is okay. I'm not sure why it's on Core TV. Not everything she discussed has to do with the legal system. The topics, Isaiah Washington, people getting paid to show up at venues to party. Does America have a double standard when it comes to Hillary's candidacy? It seems like the kind of show that belongs on E! style or even on regular network TV. The vulnerability she claims to have now doesn't show. She still seems interested in celebrity and the sound of her own voice. Ah. It appears she doesn't know how to be humble. What did you think of this show, and how long do you think it will be on the air? Uh, she has another question, too. I'll, uh, Let me just, I'll, I'll go quickly with the uh, Star Jones question. Is, uh, uh, luckily, I have a contract at the Chronicle, one of my, what are, is it eight or ten uh, contracts I have? Uh, I think it's uh, ten I now. think we're in double digits, yeah. yeah. I, I'm always signing some agreement. And one of them is uh, I don't have to watch anything that involves Star Jones. Because it, every time I see her, I throw up a little bit in my throat. That was the easiest contract to negotiate, was it not? Yeah. Or was that a hard Phil one? signed off on that. Very I quickly. said, I don't want, you know, I can feel it even a little bit churning up in the back right now. Just even saying Star Joe's. Just, oh. Can't do it. <laughs> also, you want, you're ready for the second question? Do you want to talk a little bit more about Star? <laughs> ready. All right. Uh, also, I didn't see a review of Ugly Betty or The Unit for the second season. Do you still like these shows? Ah, Jennifer. Jennifer. Strong. <laughs> The unit. I think we actually touched on the unit last. I I still like the unit. I'm really not watching it. Ugly Betty, um, a good show. Not sure it's going to. Here's my prediction. Everybody loves predictions. I think Ugly Betty is going to have the same kind of creative downfall second season that Desperate Housewives had. Very hard to sustain that level of humor uh, over uh, 22 episodes, much less 44. So somewhere in season two, it will be as misguided uh, and patently ill-advised as this podcast. <laughs> we should do a prediction, uh, some sort of prediction uh, 
theme music for you. Like, remember Pete Franklin on the sports talk radio here? Big Skin Pete predicts. Wow. You could do like a... I, or, and also Carson. Carson, yes. Yeah. Hey, okay, look, I'm going to put uh, my uh, Chipotle napkin to my head here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I predict you will be fired by the end of this podcast. All right. All right. What Here's a question from Matt about Reaper. Bring it, Matt. Does Matt tell you where he's from? Not, does not say. Uh, Please, Christ identify say. where you're from. Yeah. Represent. <laughs> uh, what's your take on Reaper now that we're two episodes in? It wasn't enough just to hear one. They want to hear two. Yeah. I thought episode two was uneventful, but I found the writing pretty funny. Going forward, I think there needs to be more Ray Wise. Oh, I think Titus, is it Poyo or Paulo? Titus Pullo is what is Pullo. Mm-hmm. Needs to make a cameo on Journeyman. Maybe as a hitman or something. Ah, Ray Stevenson, yes, from Rome. The allusion there is to uh, Kevin McKidd, who is stars as Journeyman. Journeyman is what they call it here, set in San Francisco. Uh, I like Reaper. I, you know, I'm, I'm on the record as that's probably my favorite fall show. But he brings up a good point um, in that often second and third episodes are important to consider whether the quality is going up and down. I always say give it four episodes. Sometimes you know. I mean, I knew in the first six minutes that I wasn't going to watch... Moonlight again, but uh, uh, I think uh, Reaper's still strong. Let's let's uh, pay attention after like four episodes. The uh, and this that that gentleman though he wanted your he wanted you to check in after each episode. Yeah, why didn't you know what I'm? He should have left his cell phone out. I would have called them. You know, we want to have to op- offer that. Uh, I'll just call people. You know, I, randomly. maybe the the podcast can expand on, expand onto other platforms where you can maybe get a call from you. If people really want, like, a call to check in on, you know, Reaper or Bionic Woman, you know. What would you think of, you know, the first 20 minutes tonight, and then you could call in? I could call in, yeah. That's not bad. And just check up on them in general. Yeah, just check in. This is all love. Yeah. What are you wearing? (laughs) Jeans. I bet they're tight. (laughs) All right. This is from uh, George. George D. from the 415. It was uh, one of our favorites. Yes, George. Bring it. Damn it, Sir Tim. Oh. I've called in twice over the lifespan of the TVTM with a pointed question and a rage-filled statements, and both times they don't air. Wow. Yet email questions get responses. If you want call-ins, you need to play them. <laughs> Otherwise, because this refers to a couple of weeks ago, we didn't get any calls. And we, we lashed we were out angry. at the, lashed out at the audience. Our angriest uh, podcast. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. If you want call-ins, you need to play them. Otherwise, you can't bitch about not getting anyone to call in. The always faithful listener, George D. from the 415. And uh, P.S., am I the only one who sees Question Boy's value to the podcast? I realize you wanted the Question Girls to bash Joe in the, their auditions, but the banter between you two is better than dialogue from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> is that a compliment? Wait, that way undersells it. It's better dialogue than any CBS, ABC, or Fox sitcom. There we go. Wow. That's very nice. Too. Wow. I think that's nice. Yeah. He didn't notice he didn't include NBC where all the good comedies are. Wow. Wow. So he wants uh, he, he wants a little a little airtime, and you know what? We've got it for him. You know what, Tim? I was going to bring the angry last week, but somebody else brought the angry with the, about the Emmy, so how can I do it? Wouldn't have been right, damn it. It would not have been right. What I want to know is what the hell is it going to take for Colbert to win a freaking Emmy. I mean, Tony Bennett, are you freaking kidding me? And I'm sensing myself, so you, you know, Benny doesn't have to. Anyway, this is George D. from the 415. You know, I write in a lot, but I 
Never call, because I'm afraid you won't post it. But damn it, Tim, what's it going to take? Just let me know. I'll do it. All right, thanks, and I uh, love the podcast. Bye-bye. Wow, so he's on now. Consider yourself on, George D. Uh, Colbert. Was that the Why question? Yes, we see again. This, this goes I, I back to the other out. question. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm looking at you thinking, what the f***? <laughs> oh, oh, stop, drop. Now yeah. he's got to beat me because I swore. Uh, we could just say WTF, perhaps. But yeah, like, we can say WTF. Yeah, what? We can say right there. Right. Yeah. WTF, question boy. I, was, I needed you there. What? I was uh, here. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I, I was, was actually uh, drinking my Coke. Uh, Colbert Emmy. Who won the Emmy in that category? Is that Tony John Bennett. Stewart? Tony Bennett won an Emmy? Give me a little Tony Bennett. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Nice, nice. Okay, now wait, I got this. Let's go one more, one more time. Uh, this time I want uh, Juan Antonio Samaronk as Tony Bennett. Fly me to the moon. This is the greatest <laughs> Frank Sinatra tune of all time. Ah, uh, I will take it. I will take that. Um, he did lose the Emmy to uh, Tony Bennett. And what I was what really category mad. is that? Oh, it's always like a, a comedy special or, I don't know, wank fest, something like Tony that. Tony Bennett won, what, three Emmys this year or something? Uh, yeah, and every time they go, I don't want to think Target. Uh, America's company. I think Target. You know what? I you did. Know, I threw all my Tony Bennett albums away for that. Oh. You know what? I actually, I actually watched that program when it was on because my dad loves Tony Bennett. He really? was, and he, he actually saw Tony Bennett in like 1947 in uh, some podunk place in New Jersey or something. Wow! Yeah, when Bennett was just coming up, and he always remembers. And he always remembers it, big time. Yes, big time for all nice. Right. All right, okay. Uh, all right, uh, all right. I guess we should uh, go to go to the calls again. What do we got, Benny? Hi, Tim. Hi, question boy. This is Maria from Monterey, and you guys groveled so much last week that I thought I would call in. I had a couple questions, well, a couple comments and a question. First of all, I think you need to say every week that Ryan Seacrest is a douchebag. I thought that was stellar <laughs> and announced it as a public service. <laughs> um, also, I've been watching the war, and... Um, Hi, it's Maria again. Sorry for the disconnect. I switched phones. Listen, my question was about Rescue Me, and I watched it this summer, and I had really loved it before, and I didn't even like it this season. And I was wondering what your input was about that. Otherwise, I enjoy your podcast. You guys are witty and immature, and it's fun. Keep up the sound effects. <laughs> and uh, sorry for the two messages, but hopefully you'll have lots more that are a little better. Um, and I was saying I was watching The War. It's really good, but I've missed all the other fall stuff, but I think I can catch up. So thanks again. Sorry I had to recall you. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Oh, I don't think any call is going to be better than that. To dedication no. to be cut off, to switch phones, and call right back. And just for that, I'd like to say that Ryan Seacrest is a douchebag. <laughs> nice, nice. And I think when she said uh, immature, she meant you. And witty, was she your, meant. There was a kind of a mixed bag of compliments. It uh, was, yeah, yeah. She just. Uh, I think it was all a compliment, right? Or yeah, she's from Monterey. You notice, you notice all the people who say try to say nice things about us. They they're not like total hundred percent compliments. Like <laughs> you guys are kind of a... funny, but you're d- sir, you know, or <laughs> right. something like that. I like the podcast, but it goes on too long. She had a nice voice too. She could have uh, at Monterey. She could have got up here. Maybe brought us a little Monterey Bay Aquarium uh, shorty robes. <laughs> <laughs> little otters. <laughs> Very the, nice. 
she was very nice. Uh, oh, but you know, the question is, I'm gonna, I hate to let her down, because, um, but it's true. Rescue Me, one of my favorite shows. A uh, lot of calls, a lot of um, emails about this one. And I just got behind. I watched like the first five. It's the downfall of the TV critic thing. You gotta just, you know, it's, a, it's in its fourth season, so I don't have yeah. to... You know, it's on during your busy season as well. Right, and I don't have to pay attention to it quite as much as like a news show because, you know, it's been on for four seasons. And um, you and I are both <laughs> you and I are both burping right now. <laughs> well, ah, uh, this is wait, wait until the cushion girls get to come in the booth. Oh, yeah. it's a lovely look, yeah. ladies. It's a, it's a ugly look <laughs> behind the curtain, behind the shorty robe. <laughs> this is where the magic gets made. Amanda Pants, I hope you enjoy farting. That's all I have to say. Wow. That's a threat. <laughs> well, she does. So, you know, did you see her blog? Her, her um, Amanda Pants, her, yeah. she, she does a blog. She yeah, she's a like, blog, she's yes. full server. She's actually a threat to us. Yeah, she's, she's the triple threat. Yes. And her, her little uh, tagline there is, we'll get the bleep ready, Benny. <laughs> you painfully in the face hole. That's supposedly what the LA Times <laughs> said about her. And then the Omaha Sentinel, you know, it says, she has a lot of fun parading her hot <laughs> around because she is totally hot. <laughs> Wow. And by the way, Sentinel is misspelled. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, that's going to... we got to finish the Monterey call, but uh, we've got to talk about you and Amanda Pants are going to throw it down. There's a little bit of... You took on her, her aunt, and uh, but I did like that part of her, uh, yes. her little I'm bringing my Aunt Clemmy in with me <laughs> to the podcast when she calls. Uh, uh, so, the way, let me, let me go back. The Rescue Me thing... Dang it, I just, I apologize, but I'm so far behind. Uh, I really wanted to, in fact, I really wanted to uh, do a whole thing where I graded all the uh, summer shows. But, you know, with that one, and Damage is Not Done, and Mad Men's quite not, not quite finished yet, uh, I didn't have, a, uh, I didn't have um, uh, the time to finish the rest of uh, Rescue Me. But I will get to it. I know people are disappointed in it, and uh, at some point I will catch up. So yeah, come Apologies. On, your, kids, your kids hate you. They don't need to see I you know. anymore. They, no, I'm a loving dad, though. What else you got? Hey, you know what we missed? I have nothing. This is the phone you know call what? portion of the <laughs> let's, show. Let's just tell everybody how well prepared we are. You know what? Joe, Joe much to his chagrin, because I was on the phone with HBO, brought over my, the printed out questions, what, two minutes in advance? Yes. So our preparation remains unchanged. And uh, you forgot one of the printouts, which was somebody had said, how, why has Big Love not been renewed uh, on HBO? What's the story? And is it coming back? And I got on the horn and called them, and they're like, ah, yeah, we already renewed it in July. So, it's back. Season three of Big Love. Solved. Plus, I found out a lot about upcoming stuff. Uh, And I, you know, just from what I heard, I'll put this out there. HBO, from January onward, coming back. It's going to rally, because right now it's getting the kicked out of it by uh, Showtime and uh, quality. Can I say that? (laughs) No. You can't say that. And they know, over at HBO, they know this is a tough time because everybody's talking about Showtime. But uh, they want to be on the record as starting in January. Not only is The Wire coming back, they've got In Treatment, they've got a lot of good stuff coming up. So, there you have it. Hi, this is Alex. And I want to know if my grandma does what Jane Alexander does on Tell Me You Love Me. I'm a little frightened. Thank you. What? <laughs> uh, tell uh, me if you love me. I think I got in there. Uh, yeah, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Sorry. Now, I didn't quite get that. 
is it a dark, dark place or what? Was it, could that have been a hoax? I, 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 it smelled like hoax to me. It smelled like hoax. Just like I smelled out the teenager last week in the podcast. I V. Yes, yes, I didn't. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, you know, boy. You bring up a lot of good questions there. Well, tell me if you love me is being renewed. Correct? Tell me you love me has already been. Re- Let's get the. You know what? The I'll news. fire your ass right now. Get the titles right. It's a, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. The only thing you ever remember that is that Jane Alexander was nude. <laughs> yes, I've yet to. to is it, when's her uh, full nude? I think she's already had it. But I, and I I, here's another thing episode. for the fans of Tell Me You Love Me, which is like essentially the only thing that's on HBO right now. Um, I don't know what episode we're on. I think we might be on six or something. Uh, it really picks up six through ten, and then the good folks at HBO would say if you watch nothing at all, watch nine and ten. Powerful performances. So because they're they're getting a little annoying after a couple of episodes. Well, couple. the first three there was essentially nothing happened. Yeah, nothing. Really. It was like therapy. It was like this podcast <laughs> and therapy. We have more calls coming. Yeah, I think we have time for one more. Call. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Aaron. I listened to your blog last week and loved it. This week it was unlistenable. There was no content. It was just you and Question Boy babbling. It's like the great pilot with the bad second episode. I'm out next week if it's not better. That was just unbelievably bad. Bye. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that your wife was going to call in. <laughs> I think it was your wife. I know. Both she, of them Both this. of them would have said the same yeah, thing. Thanks. She's. You know what? I hope she's still listening, the woman who left that anonymous message. Because I want her to be question girl. She's strong. Yeah, Good really. anger. Yeah. Oh. She's not listening though. She's she's probably already. Quit. She bailed out because I mean we. The, although in her in fairness, the one that she listened to, there was no information. Right, and if she listened the following week. It was the question girl tryouts. So Packed was, full yeah, of information. If you didn't if you, if you didn't like that, then forget it. Yeah. Don't All listen. Right. Let's bring it. You got another one. Hello, this is Walter from LA. I was calling to make a comment and a question. The comment is Monday night's NBC lineup. I thought Chuck was kind of blah. Heroes was a non-event, um, uh, nothing happened, and Journeyman uh, I actually really liked. Uh, it was, for me, the strongest of the three by, by, by a long way. And uh, the question is damages on FX. That's got to be coming to a close pretty soon, and I just wondered if uh, any word on if it's going to come back. Great show, really good, continuing in FX's line of really strong stuff, and I hope to see more. Uh, love your show. Thanks. From Los Angeles. I wonder if he knows L.A. Cougar. He could. Hey, we're, getting a lot of, we're getting a lot of L.A. calls, which is really putting Canada, not to mention uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, yes, to shame. West New York, New Jersey. Ugh, That's keep, my keep, favorite. Right. I, I, I think this, you know why the L.A. calls? Why? This is becoming must-listen-to podcast for the industry types. <laughs> could be. They want to know, you know when stuff's going to break, put their finger on the pulse of what, so what America's listening to. Yeah. Yes. Unlike them, I'm interested in the flyover states. You are. You are Mr. Mr. Midwest. I want to know what's going on in the Midwest. I want to, I want to get some more calls. We've got our number, and uh, we'll get to that number in just a second, because I, I think Question Boy needs to remember what that is. But to the question at hand, uh, thank you for the call. Chuck, Heroes, and Journeyman. You know what? I think Chuck is in real trouble after the second episode wasn't very good. Heroes, of course, is a hit. It's going to stay, but ee, the ratings are down a little bit. Journeyman, set in San Francisco. Uh, I think uh, Journeyman's going to make it. I think it needs uh, another couple of... Sh- I think it, it got better, uh, and I think we'll know more about all fall shows, Journeyman included, uh, by seeing in the next couple of weeks. You've got to have like three episodes to really know, unless something really tanks really badly. So um, uh, we'll know then on that. But the question about uh, Damages, one of my favorite shows on FX. Damages, surprisingly enough, has not been renewed yet. It has not really? been picked up. 
Yeah, but you know, in in fairness to FX, they do tend to wait a little bit longer. Those guys are really sure they don't have a lot of money to spend. They put a lot of it into the into what you see, so they want to make sure. Um, if I had to bet, I would say that it's definitely coming back. If there's any holdup, it would be kind of a Glenn Close type holdup, whether she wants to continue. But the show's done really well. Uh, it's critically acclaimed and um, one of their best shows. So I think uh, you will see that again. Now, uh, for those of you who want to call in for future calls, and um, by the way, I asked for the second que- the extra question for Benny just to prove that he was a liar, among many other things that I've pointed out, and that it was his fault about a lot of things on the Question Girl thing, right? Yeah. Totally. And he has left questions on the board. So guys like yeah. George D., who called in and didn't get on, Questions are on the board. We'll have to wait until next week to get them on. I'm surprised, Pete, there hasn't been a lawsuit because of people who entered the contest and their entry wasn't even heard. Oh, he f***ed that contest up so bad <laughs> so many times. Well, if this happened to the to the great sweepstakes or the Ed oh, McMahon right. thing, is they, there'd be lawsuits left. There'd be a this class a, action lawsuit. This is like a quiz show scandal. Yeah, absolutely. This is the dark ages of the early ages of yeah. podcasting. Benny has ruined it. So questions that were left on the board will be answered next week. But if you want to call in... For more questions, and we promise Joe and I uh, that we're gonna, you know, muscle up. Maybe, maybe we'll have Amanda in here, and she can muscle up and, you know, lean on Benny to <laughs> get a couple of these questions answered. But we have a number to call. What would that number yes, be? That number would be one eight 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 SFC TVTM. You didn't do that with a whole lot of authority because I saw you looking up for inspiration. I was looking. I looked at Benny's picture. <laughs> and on that note, we are in the can with another episode of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine Podcast. Join us next week and call in.